Ironically, I want to speak about, talk about, make a noise about silence. So making making performance art, I often still do consider how do you break in and out of silence, one of the most crucial elements of performing, but equally that of being told that you make noise. I was told by somebody that I was likened to a little kid with noise of big words. And I felt quite insulted by that, quite hurt by it. And equally, I found it really funny and quite ironic at the same time. And it led me to think about this idea of noise and silence and how those two interconnect just in everyday life. You see, we live in a really very loud world. The Industrial Revolution shattered the silence and rhythmic sounds of the natural world. We get that bit of history. But the technological revolution has escalated noise to new heights and some that we don't actually automatically even recognise. It seems that most people can last hardly three minutes without grabbing some electronic device that breaks the silence and infuses it with a cacophony of unnatural sound. Silence is quickly becoming a lost art and noise is kicking in all around and it may be irretrievably lost if we do not intentionally start to protect it. The constant soundtrack of machinery and gadgets dovetails perfectly with the extrovert ideal that informs our culture today. We hold talking in very high regard and we value babies who are bubbly and chatty with strangers over those who prefer the quiet spaces of home. We place a high premium on the verbal aspects of intelligence, which is why girls generally tend to perform better than boys in school. The boisterous, football-playing, party-going teenage guy will attract more attention and praise than the quiet, studious boy who's hanging out in the library. There's certainly nothing wrong with the extroverted qualities, but in a culture that values extroverts over introverts, we run into real trouble when we start to judge ourselves and others for not talking or being social enough. When it comes to relationships... People have often said to me that they really worry that they're not talking enough in their relationship. And one of these recurring themes is, is it okay to sit in silence with my partner? Doesn't that mean that we're boring, that we don't actually have enough to talk about? And my answer is always that it really depends on the type of silence, connected silence or disconnected silence. Some of the richest moments that I have ever had with friends and family, even people that I've worked with, are when we can sit in connected silence together, each of us deep and content inside our own minds, but still there together in that silence. It used to happen often, this is when I first noticed it, when I would be driving along with the children in the back of the car and I'd look in the rear view mirror to see my older daughters looking out of the window at fields of cows or a big sky and I'd see my youngest child so wide-eyed in the reflection. I admit that sometimes I had to fight the urge to break the silence with a meaningless question or turn on some loud music. And this is how strong the conditioning is to fill the space. But I didn't. I observed silence. 
and it started to infuse itself within my work. How do you break in and out of silence? I used to observe their faces and then I would delight in the opportunity to wander around in my own mind in the company of all my children together. Nothing was so sweet, I recall, as seeing my parents from the back seat when every single moment of communication happened not by the words they were using towards each other or speaking, but the way they bridged the gap between their seats with their hands, only their hands. It said so much more than the noise of words. On the other hand, there's nothing worse than disconnected silence. This is the tense silence that you can slice with a knife. It carries anger, it carries resentment or unresolved conflict. This silence results when both or one person has closed their heart and they're no longer willing to connect. It's painful and lonely to sit in that kind of silence but it seems to be part of every single relationship at some point. There are so many ways to be together, so many ways to communicate. Talking is certainly one of those ways, but it is not the only way. And if you find yourself talking just for the sake of talking, try to hold back and allow for the presence of silence. Many people talk from a really anxious place, either because silence incites the anxious chatter of there must be something wrong with us if we don't have anything to talk about. This relationship, this moment, this conversation, this event has to be doomed. Or as a way to try and stave off their anxiety. Better to restrain from your habitual ways and see what happens when you sit quietly with yourself and another, or even in a group. This following quote came to my mind this morning by Susan Kane, where she talked about the quiet, that the power of introverts in the world that can't stop talking. The next time you see a person with a composed face and a soft voice, remember that inside her mind or his mind, they may be solving an equation, writing a sonnet, designing a hat. She might, or he might, be deploying powers of quiet. In a world that can't stop talking, a practice of silence must be cultivated. The next time you find yourself alone, in the car, on a walk, at home, see if you can resist the urge to fill the silence. The habit will be as strong to reach for your phone, for the computer, for your music, anything to break that silence. At first it will be uncomfortable. It always is uncomfortable to break out of what is familiar to us. Stay with the discomfort notice it, feel it, breathe it in, become curious about it. It's just energy. It's just an uncomfortable feeling. But once this passes, you may notice something else that starts to emerge. It may be grief, perhaps a new idea, a memory, an image that captures your imagination and fuels your thinking for the rest of the day, the week, the month, changes your world in that moment of intense, intended silence. And if you stay with it long enough, you'll discover a gem inside that silence, a moment that will never be found if you fill your life with noise.